Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. There's no shortage of people who want to provide their advice and insight on how to deal with failure. But how about dealing with success? The truth is, rare is the space for the truly elite. Yet Katie Smith certainly belongs in any category related to basketball. Without further ado, let's jump into part three of my conversation with her. Success is a tricky word. Let's just start with the definition. There are a lot of them. But for clarity and simplicity, let's focus on the Oxford Languages definition, the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. But I've found in my life that each of us define what quote unquote success is in our own unique way and what you deem as success can change. And it's not the same for everyone. By any measure though, Katie Smith has achieved success at the highest level of her profession, winning every major title and earning induction into the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's why I was fascinated to ask this humble legend a straightforward question. How do you handle success? In part three of our conversation, Katie and I discussed that as well as her transition from playing to coaching, and of course, her advice to parents and young athletes who look up to her. Let's jump right in. Katie, I mean, I know you're so humble about this, but you've achieved almost anything that a basketball player could want, right? Gold medalists, WNBA championships. I mean, you're in the Hall of Fame. How do you deal with success? I mean, you know, there's such a fixation around how do you deal with failure? Yeah. <laughs> but you're that person who very graciously deals with success at the highest level. And you don't go around saying no. crazy things and pounding your chest and telling people how great you are. That's just not who you are. So how do you deal with that high level of success? When I was playing, because there's like different levels to things, because then there's, you know, when you're younger, I feel like you're still building. And, I, and again, my mindset was more on maybe where I wanted to be. And it wasn't just about one game and one championship. To me, it was like the consistency of being that all the time. Like, and then the more you watch sports and like the Chicago Bulls were my, during my time growing up, Michael Jordan, and then that, you know, the Chicago Bulls being able to win that much within, you know, be that consistent, like that's phenomenal. Like the Patriots winning over those long years, like that stuff like blows my mind because you're, you're changing personnel you're getting older, you might be hurt, you, the other teams are getting better, and yet you still find a way to, you know, so like, you know, so I think the consistency of do, the being that, not doing it one time and like, oh, I'm awesome, right? But like making it kind of like who you are, but it is, it's, it's stressful too, because then people expect that from you and people want you to fail. <laughs> There's many people that want to see you get, you know, foul out and miss every shot and people cheer when you foul at games more. You know what I mean? Like if you're at opposing gym, they're like hooting and hollering when you make a mistake. <laughs> so then you have to balance. So I think it's it's blocking out kind of the the extra stuff and really focusing in on your your the task at hand and kind of the process. And it, it but it is stressful and it's disappointing. You're hard on yourself. You have sometimes beat yourself up a little bit after bad games and, you know, you can get frustrated. So, you know, it's kind of balancing like those emotions and, and then also then again, 
jump back on. Let's go back to work. Let's, let's do it again. But for me, it was just kind of, what do you do every day and like kind of who you are every day, but it's not easy. It's, 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 it's hard to stay on top because everybody wants to knock you off. And then for me now, you know, obviously transitioning into after playing, now it's, you're kind of in a new, you're not, you're not a newbie. I'm coaching for eight years now, but I mean, um, you're trying to build and find your way and grow in this space. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a challenge to kind of stay even keeled. And just, again, I think you hang your hat on putting in the work, you know, trying to treat people well, being consistent in what you do, and then, um, you know, just kind of work from there. But yeah, it, it's success is not as just as hard. I mean, it's it, to try to maintain that level and to push yourself, to motivate yourself to, to kind of be at that level and try to enjoy it as well, which is also hard too. <laughs> You know, Katie, as a mother, what do you try to instill in your kids around sports? Yeah, uh, so I'm a newbie, so I have uh, a couple couple step kids, but I've been in their lives for about three years now, and not sports maybe driven. Like it isn't like that's kind of who they, where they came up. But I involvement is probably the biggest. We have one who's more theater, more it's arts, and then a younger one who's starting to learn and be around sports a little bit more, and is starting to kind of dip their toe in it. So for me, I think the biggest part is just being involved in something like finding something that you want to do. And because just had a theater production and that was every day for two, two and a half hours after school. Um, the production is just like playing a game. It's the, the energy, the emotion, the it's, it's tiring. It's so for me, it's like finding something to be involved in and to put the work into and making sure that you're doing the best you can. And then, you know, for the younger, it's like, let's try it. Like, come on, let's like practice a little bit, but it not making it where it's you need to do this, this, and this, but try to explain the fact of trying to get better. And if there is an interest in wanting to play more and more that you are going to have to work and you are going to have to do some things that kind of help you get better. But I think mm. more it's like exposing them and bringing a little bit of the joy to it. So that there is, it isn't just like, Oh, I don't want to do it. So it's that fine line of, kind of meeting them where they're at, but really just trying to get them involved in things and trying to figure out what it is. Maybe they have a little, you know, a light for a passion for, but mm. I love it when they're, they're doing stuff because being part of a team, being committed to something, you know, showing up, um, having to go to practice every day, you know, even when you're not feeling good or, you know, you want to do something else, I think are all lessons, you know, working with other people, taking constructive criticism, all those things are going to ultimately help them through everything in life. And I think that's what any activity they can get involved in will, will teach them. So that's mostly what I like is those experiences and where it goes. I don't know, but I'm just glad they're, they're involved. Katie, a player of your level oftentimes really struggle to transition to coaching. What was a big challenge for you going from being a player to becoming a coach? Um, Probably just understanding the the communication and the managing of everyone, right? Of just, you know, the X's and O's and of course the film and, and the time spent trying to prep is is exponentially more than you were as a player. Like it's it is you could spend all day every day trying to prepare. But I think the biggest the biggest thing is 
understanding now that you're managing not just yourself as a player, now you're managing 12 players, working with a staff, and some of the, the auxiliary, the trainers. So now you're the communication of how to motivate, how to connect, how to when they're not doing well, how to be, keep it honest, when not to, to be hard on them and just trying to meet them and try to figure out what, what little buttons you can push to help them kind of get through and be, be the best version of themselves. So that, that's probably the biggest part is just in not allowing those to feel like they aren't important. Like you gotta, you gotta bring them all together. The, the star player and the player on the, the last person on the bench matter. And they're so important to the team. So I think that's probably the hardest thing is just like, it is a daily thing and it takes a lot of thought of how to frame everything and to make sure your messaging is, is correct and who, and what you need from your team. So I think that's like one of the biggest things is the management piece, you know, it's managing people and it's, you know, those relationships because everybody's bringing different personalities, different stuff that's going on in life (laughs) to this place. And then, you know, trying to work it through it and, and be the best team you can be. So I think that's probably one of the hardest things just in general. And maybe for a lot of people, when you're dealing with people of just managing and uh, leading leading that group. But I, I've been lucky uh, to be under Cheryl Reeve, who I think is, is probably the best at doing that and just kind of watching and um, being able to be a part of that has been, been really great. I was very excited when you got the opportunity to be the head coach with the Liberty. And of course, I, I didn't feel like you were given a fair chance to, to succeed in that program. But what did you learn from that experience and the disappointment of being fired from that job? Yeah. So when they didn't renew me, it was um, it was it was a tough, tough get. It was a tough couple of years, you know, up for sale and, and everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I learned. I learned a bunch of things I I do different, but then there was some things that just honestly just wasn't the right fit. Just wasn't the right time. Just wasn't. Sometimes you also realize that it isn't. Um, some things just aren't meant at that moment. Some things just are. Um, but I do believe the communication piece of just really coming in with. Um, this is what we're going to do. And part of that's hard because you have new management. And, and again, you just layers on, on certain things, but knowing like, really, this is how we're going to do business. But then the communication piece of the constant and consistent and direct of, well, we're going to let this happen, but this, this is, you know, non-negotiable. So again, just the effort of really massaging and, and having that through all pieces. And that's with your staff and players. And then on top of that is just, I learned, you know, some X's and O's stuff, just like the substitution part was not the most fun and something I've learned even more so of prepping and, and, and just how to, how to handle that and how your assistant's going to help you. So, but overall, I think the communication and also having just like, your philosophy. And I, I had one, but it's even more, even now it's like the conviction at which you know what you want is just gotten stronger. Um, and then again, it's just part of, it's just like some things just aren't meant to be. And honestly, you know, at the, at the moment you thought, wow, dang, like <laughs> what now? And, and ultimately I feel like, uh, life has a way of kind of taking you where you need to be. And, and for me, I, I, you know, really ended up in a place that I felt like was, uh, something needed and, and something I'm just really lucky to be a part of. And then what's next, we'll see. But I, I just feel like I've even grown in the last two years, let alone four mm-hmm. years with all my experiences, both positive and negative, um, and just will be better when, when I go forward. Cheryl is a living legend, obviously, uh, yeah. as a coach. But I know you're a competitor. 
And at some point, if that opportunity presents itself, do you see yourself wanting to take that chance again to be a head coach and to lead a team or a program? Of course. I mean, I'd love yeah. to. Um, it would be yeah. the right place. Um, but I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at now. But when the opportunity mm-hmm. comes for um, the place where I'd, I'd like to go after it, uh, I know they'd, they'd support me and, you know, I'd go after it with um, with everything I got. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just keep keep learning, keep getting better. And then, yeah, when the time comes, I'd love to be a head coach again. Um, and looking forward to it whenever it happens, but very excited to, again, I love going to work every day with the Lynx, uh, with our crew and our staff. And, uh, you know, so I don't take it for granted. My last two questions for you. The first is, what's one message you have for youth sports parents today? Let them enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like really help them if they want to work and and help kind of guide them and push them at their level, right? And at their pace. And just really try to have bring out the joy in youth sports um, so that they do want to be a part of it, uh, both maybe playing and maybe as a fan where they don't look back and have like, man, you know, and, and then also maybe get involved. If you do know, if, if you're not happy with a coach or there's not enough coaches and you know enough and, and you are good with kids and maybe get involved somehow, some way and, and really, you know, go out there and, and put in the time of, of coaching a team uh, so that, that they'll have an experience that they'll want to continue to be involved in it some way. Um, so I think that would be it and just kind of support, support the coaches. Don't be the example that they see yelling at officials, talking about the coach, Try to teach habits then of just handling situations and disappointments um, with maturity and respect. So I think I think as as parents, we have to be that example and not be the ones tearing other adults down or talking about other kids. Um, even if that's the way you feel, being able to, to handle it in a way that your kid will ultimately learn from. So I think those are some of the things I think. Uh, you just want to have during their experiences. It's not always going to be great, but also how to handle a a disappointing situation is as important as something that's having a great situation. Lastly, what's one message you try to share with kids who look up to you? I mean, just have a passion for what you do. Just love, love what you're involved in and, and enjoy, enjoy the moment, work hard and have fun. Like, honestly, it's, it's just so important to, to love kind of where you're at and enjoy every moment whether it's big or small, like trying to, don't try to rush through <laughs> being a kid. You know, I, you know, I remember myself as well, like you're trying to move on so fast and they're like, Whoa, I wish I was a kid again. And things were a little easier. So mostly I just tell them to try to enjoy kind of where they're at and what they're doing and, and just really just go after it and have that confidence. Um, don't allow things to sway you of people, perceptions or what you're supposed to do or what you're supposed to be looking like or this, that, and the other, like really figure out who you are and be confident kind of what you're doing. So, um, I just want them to have a passion for life and what they're doing and just have the confidence that they are, uh, they have skills that they can bring to this world and, and to really embrace that. Well, Katie, it was an honor to have you on uh, the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. Uh, Thanks, Sean. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com, and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you.